we were on fucking point that time. <laughs> Things are going well. This is going well. That is a already. good start. <laughs> this is the best start we've ever had. Let's see how quickly it takes for us to fuck it up. The band let's, has let's... synchronized. <laughs> yes. So we're going to ruin that momentum. Hello, everyone. You've just caught us having a great time because we all synced up properly. Woohoo! Uh, for... Yeah, this is this is a cause for celebration. Uh, the, it's the last day of the year as we record this. It is 2014, January the 31st. January the 31st? December the 31st. I've already messed it up. <laughs> You've already fucked it up, I've Jim. I've already well ruined it. Um, but anyway, um, I am here, as always, with Laura Kate. Hello. Hello, I'm here in my parents' house in the bedroom I grew up in because my internet's fucked this week. Yes, yes, you're... Um, was it just not working? Did just decide it just to... decided today. It was like, nope, fuck it. I've had enough. It's the end of the year. I'm taking a day off. Internet's not going to work today because it just wants a day of rest. Fair so enough. <laughs> I'm just sat in my parents' home, hoping none of them realise quite how horrible and vulgar I'm being today. <laughs> so that'll be fun. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we are also joined by the lovely miracle of sound, Gavin. Hello. Hey guys, how's it going? Everything's good. <coughs> good it's good. a quiet day. Yeah, it's, it's the opposite uh, for us. <laughs> yeah. We are frantically running around setting up a New Year's Eve party in our apartment, which is going to be like 26, 27 people in our tiny little apartment. So Bloody that's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I opt to attend rather than host. Yeah. Uh, which I, I will be doing that this evening. Uh, I, I am doing neither this year. I fucked a giant fish in a video game. That's That's my New Year's. So... Honestly, that's my kind of new... Not not necessarily fucking a fish, but um, just staying in and playing games. But oh, I exactly. Did. Well, oh, yeah, obviously. I, of course that was in a video game, you know. I'm, I didn't actually fuck a fish. Maybe. Squares. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, expand your horizons. I mean, look, I mean, just look at we fish. Look, fish look, look, look at their mouths. I mean, they're clearly designed to, you know, suck on things, you know. Absolutely, they fucking love it. Yeah. They, they, they just swim around all day with their mouths open, looking for something to suck on. Well, you just see that vacant look in their eyes. It is the <laughs> look of longing. It is a look of just like vacantly staring because their lives won't have meaning until they have been voraciously fucked by something. <laughs> so, so this fish, this fish you've been ritualistically banging, um, is that? Is that found in that gay dating sim you mentioned? It's in that gay week? dating sim, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I mentioned this vaguely last week. I've I haven't been able to upload my videos of it yet because my internet's fucked, but I played through this whole coming out on top game and I realized that basically every so often you just get an option to be like, go on a date with someone or stay home with your fish. And if you stay home with your fish often enough, your fish I, I don't want to ruin how this happens, but you end up just being underneath this giant fish that whispers glub glub at you, and wow. it was fantastic. It was it was well worth throwing away the whole game for. You can slip your dripper into Flipper's Kipper. That's very... See, that's why you are kind of a pop star. Because of that kind of lyrical freestyling, essentially. You could be the next Eminem with, with that kind of freestyle rap lyricisms. <laughs> Um, oh, I've seen the picture. I've seen the screenshot because it did the rounds. Well, um, it, yeah, it's a weird game because, like, up until the point where I decided to be like, forget all the men, I'm going to go have sex with this fish. Mm-hmm. Up until then, my We've experience through the game was like, I went to, I, I came out. Fifteen minutes later, I was at a gay bar. I hit on someone who the next day turned out to be my teacher for the for the university college semester well, or whatever it is. All been there. So. Things weren't going very well. He was like, we should probably call this off. And I tried to hit on him a bit more. And he was like, no, no, that's not a good plan. And I walked out very ashamedly being like, oh, I really wanted to fuck him. And then I just gave up on all of the guys I was going to fucking fuck the fish. And I think that was a successful gaming experience. It's very similar to my college years, actually. That That's kind of... What, you, of... you almost dated your teacher and then you fucked a fish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, that is uncannily similar. Uh, so, I full marks for realism for that game. But yeah, I have seen the screenshot because Slow Beef um, from Retsapray 
uh, was sharing it, doing doing the rounds with it, because of course he did. And uh, freelance writer Cara Ellison was also showing the picture off, because of course she did. Uh, so yeah, I've I've seen more images of a goldfish fucking a human than I ever imagined I would, and oddly, not enough. I could do with seeing it more. I don't think there is any situation in which there will be too much goldfish fucking people. I think we can definitely agree that one situation that there is, um, that we don't need to have is fucking people who smell like fish, though. No, that's agreed. But no, there will be, there will be video of me fucking this fish later this week, so that'll be fun. That is excellent. And you yes. could, I, I assume that's going to be hosted on xhamster.com. Something like that. Good, good. Just, oh, just so God. that our, our listeners know where to tune in for all of the hot... <laughs> all of the hot human-on-fish action. Um, oh, God. I, I must say, I can't give enough praise to this game coming out on top, because also within my first, like, I think within my first half an hour of playing that game, um, there, was a, there was a sound effect of someone jerking off, and I was like, okay, okay, I see where this is going. And then it just cuts the scene, and there's a man with a penis in his hand. And that doesn't happen often enough in games. There needs to be more penises in hands in games. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. people being like, what's that sound effect? Oh, that's a guy with his knob in his hand. Well, how else would you know? Exactly. The sound effect was too subtle. That could have been a man with a plunger in a toilet. Could be someone fisting a jar of mayonnaise. No, obviously. Be. Well, not in the UK. It couldn't be a man fisting anything. That obviously. is true. That Can't is... be fisting anything in the UK. You have to use your knee. <laughs> I, I believe that's how the law I, works. Um, I don't. I but don't believe fish were on that list of things they banned, though, were they? So we're all good. As long as you're not true. fisting the fish, you're yeah. fine. Or as long as you don't sit on the fish's face, you should be okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I believe you may have stumbled on a loophole, though. Yeah. Because. As far as I know, no pornography law governs the realm of the ocean. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> could do it like fisting, do like. fisting with fish. It could be like fish, fish sting, fish sting. Hell yeah! yeah. I tell you what, right? Next time I'm in Britain, we all go down to Margate, right? Go down to the seafront on Margate with a bucket of dildos and a waterproof camera, and I will make us millions. Yes. Oh god. Side side project story to this. Play-Doh in the UK is having to apologize horribly this week because they made a cake baking set for Play-Doh with a and the thing veiny cock the in it. And, <laughs> yeah, the thing you push the icing through to like ice your fake Play-Doh cake. Yeah. Looks like a dildo. It looks yeah. like a hollowed out dildo. It even it oh. even has the veins. It's incredible how much like it a cock veins. it looks like. It has like. spinning veins around it and um you put stuff in it and you push it so that stuff comes out the end of this penis-shaped thing and they've had to apologise and redesign their icing distributor because it looks too much like a cock. That's one of those things you wonder how it gets past the, like, department of, is this okay? That official department I just named. Um, They wanted to go home at five o'clock and didn't want to wait round at the office, that's how. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good, my dog's being an asshole. But if you're listening to the stream, like... Do Google that because it's hilarious how much it looks like a cock, a big veiny cock. Oh, good. We should probably talk about some fucking video games, shouldn't we? Yes, yes. Um, yeah. yeah, just to reiterate, apologies to the listeners if they have to hear a, a dickhead bulldog in the background. Um, <laughs> there are people outside of the house, and he <sighs> doesn't like that. It, how dare people be outside of the house he hates it he is like a, you know the racist old man who sits <laughs> on a porch just yelling at all the kids um he fine if you're near him but anyone who's who's just too far away from him he automatically assumes is up to no good uh so uh, apologies for that uh, but anyway what are we talking about what's happened who did um, a video game Nothing happened in video games, but I have a fantastic question someone sent me on Twitter this week that's about video games, and I think it's like the thing I've been I've been dying to talk about for the last hour. All right. I'm just I'm gonna find the person because this person deserves some credit for this. Um, one moment, I will cut around this in the edit. Um, at Pillow Fort on Twitter, Matt Jones. Who I love is Matt of, Jones. He's wonderful. He's, he's one awesome. of my co-hosts on the Ono oh Video Games podcast, and he's come up with my favourite question I've seen on Twitter today. So here, here we go. Here we go. Are you ready for this? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine there is a Mega Man game where the robot masters are based around not things like rocks and swords and flames, but are based around bodily fluids. 
there is a Mega Man game in this fictional world that is about, like, urine man and saliva man and the various bodily fluid-based robots. Snotbot. Mm-hmm. And Snotbot, yeah, exactly. Goldfish so cl- semen man. <laughs> well, I'm going to get to that. Okay. The, cl- the question is, <laughs> in what order do you most effectively defeat the men? Ah. So... I, I, I have I have had some thoughts on this, and the reason I want to bring this up, I'll, I'll be honest, is mainly because I wanted an excuse to have a, a valid use of the term seaman. Ah. Uh, my seaman-based robot master. I'll see what inti- you've done there. <laughs> you see what I've done? I've been incredibly clever and mature, haven't I? Yeah. So. I'm, I'm going to go with um, Play-Doh Icing Kit Man. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to go with um, Fishy Fingers Man. Is fishy fingers a bodily fluid? Uh, it is when you've been fishing a fish. Okay, okay, I can see that. So it's it, like a, it's like a wonderfully shared bodily fluid. It's a, if it's bodily fluids, though, I'm imagining like someone just excreting many fingers, <laughs> many disembodied fingers, just sort of bubbling out almost, the end of almost their crevice. A, a fluid stream of fingers, perhaps. I imagine it would be quite painful. Fluid stream yeah. of but, but effective in combat, so that definitely goes first. Mm. Well, I'm thinking that the most effective one to go for is Sea Man first, because okay. like of the the standard bodily fluids, it's the one that has the most projectile power. I imagine, like tears, saliva, they don't have quite as much like projectile force as Sea Man would have. I can't help but think that like Tears Man would have a difficult time hitting people. Like it's just sort of like here's a tear. I just got to kind of flick it well, at you. If they go with the Binding of Isaac model, then in fact mm. Binding of Isaac is very similar to this idea already because blood, tears, urine, uh, wet feces are all projectiles and attacks in the game. Well. Now you have just kind of reminded me that feces can take on a fluid form, which means we could have, you know, feces man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like fluid too feces much, man. Too much raw chicken man. And then <laughs> that's absolutely, that would be devastating, I feel. This is a very mature conversation we're all this having is, today. This is a very mature conversation that we're having in a house where my parents might hear it. So yes. fucking yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I also thought, like, I was thinking about blood man, like... He doesn't necessarily have to fire blood. Maybe he just fires actual bullets and he causes blood. It's like, I am the least bodily fluid related of these villains. I will cause you to bleed. He could fire uh, uh, black pudding blood sausages at you. Or he could be, I mean, they could base the character on me because obviously I've got high blood pressure because I'm fat. Right? Oh, is this where the projectile element comes just, in for blood? Just a, a huge stream of it. Like, like I imagine if you get to a certain point, right? If you combine too many cheeseburgers with an intense amount of stress, which I do, uh, <laughs> which I do as a matter of course for the military application. It's not because I am lazy and I don't take a holiday and I like the taste of burgers. It is because. I am interested in the military application of high blood pressure. Uh, so I think I'm, I would make a very good Mega Man villain and they should base it on me and then I could get a commission. Well, here's the problem is like, I, I, I just had one other thought, which is we can't have a female variant of Seaman because female ejaculation, not okay. Not allowed. Not a Again, thing we can have. Is that yeah, not allowed? You can... Yeah, what? female ejaculation is not allowed in UK porn anymore. They've because banned squirting. It's, it's, it is impossible to decipher it from, from urination. That's, it could be, to be uh, They're worried that someone's trying to sneak some piss past them. I don't want to well, say exactly. too much, but yeah, you can definitely tell the difference. <laughs> well, you can tell the difference, not but if apparently you're a... people censoring UK porn can't tell well, the difference. Well, here's the thing. I mean, if you're a conservative party politician you've probably never actually seen a vagina up close mm. so they can't tell the difference so exactly we cannot have like the f- seaman cannot have a female female ejaculant equivalent because that is just not okay well then that's it the game's cancelled yeah so i'm sorry I kind, of, I kind of want to draw this some fan art now i might do that tonight i might draw some art of this you know i was i was a, a female ejaculate woman <laughs> i was going to offer lactation man as dlc but unfortunately thanks to the uk <gasps> porn band the whole thing's been scrapped we'll so. never see lactation man i am i am shocked and appalled and saddened by yep. this news oh. thanks a lot uh, uk so 
uh, video games. We probably need video. to. There's, there's no news this week. This week is a shit week it's for a video sleepy, game news. It's yeah. a sleepy, sleepy week. But well, we do always have the backup topic, which is we can talk about stuff from next year or by the time this goes up this year, because it'll be twenty. 15 when you hear this. Yeah, it'll probably. also be my birthday, so there's something that's worth celebrating. Hey. It's my birthday tomorrow, or today would, when it comes oh, up. Happy I birthday. would wish you a happy birthday, but when we record this, it's not your birthday yet, so I can't do that. That's so true. I wish, you, I wish you a happy birthday tomorrow, Jim. Absolutely. Well, we could sing him the, the unbirthday song from Alice in Wonderland. A very merry unbirthday to you, to you. To you? <laughs> a very merry... A very merry unbirthday to you. <laughs> Trying to sync singing on Skype's impossible. Well, yeah, we do we do bad enough with the one clap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, right. Before, just for the, so the listeners yeah. know, um, before the show every week, uh, Laura gives us the clap so that we can synchronize. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. go three, two, one, and then I give you the clap. Yeah. Yeah, which <laughs> she got off a goldfish. So that's... That's the secret origin story of Laura Kate. There'll be one for another cast member next week. Um, so wait, that's my... I don't get like an amazing like backstory, origin story. No. My origin story is I got the clap from a fish and Fuck. every week I give it to you guys. Fucked a goldfish, got unwell, spread the wealth. Yeah, that's... <laughs> It's all right. Do, I, do I get any superpowers three. from this origin story, or am I just that woman that gave you both the clap? In a way, in a way, that is its own superpower. <laughs> I just right. realised this this podcast is going to be some poor bastard's first experience in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might, I might put it up at midnight. So oh, it can God. be an extra special treat and get everyone excited. <laughs> and then um, there they are, 17 minutes in, thinking, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I... If we if we are doing this for midnight, like if that's going to be my superhero origin stories, the least I'm doing is I am claiming the name female ejaculate woman. You can have that. You I'm, can that have is... That. That is the superhero secret origin of a female ejaculate woman. I had sex with a goldfish, then passed it on. Well, the good thing is, is that uh, I think it was in September that Marvel's copyright claim on that name passed, and they didn't <gasps> renew it. So if we get in quick, we can get that trademark for you. But mm. this is not a time to think about the things that have happened. This is a time to look forward to the things that will happen and disappoint us in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> oh... <sighs> I am excited for so many 2015 things, and they Same. are all going to disappoint me, mm-hmm. and it's a shame. I can't even remember what's... I'm going to use the power of the internet to remind myself what's actually coming out next year. Can, can, we, say, can we say things that aren't games? Well, we'll, we'll do that later. We've got to talk the video games first. That's supposedly what this podcast is about. Yeah, Damn video games. Shit out the way. <laughs> so yeah, No Man's Sky I'm excited for, but I still yeah. have no idea what the fuck it is. So yeah. nobody it's has. probably going to disappoint hugely. Yeah, I can't be excited for it just because it is so so vague. Mm. Like I, I can't be excited for it unless they reveal that I can fuck a space goldfish. Mm-hmm. Mm. Any kind mm-hmm. of space sea creature really. Uh if it's some if it's oceanic and astral, I wanna put my dick in it, please. So get on that, Sony. Mm. Um it's not Sony that's it is. It's a PlayStation exclusive, is it not? Oh, that's I've... gone back and forth a few times. I think uh... it's not. It's not officially, but like Sony helped out with money when mm-hmm. their studio got flooded, and then uh... now it only ever shows up in connection to Sony stuff. So it might as well be. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, if I ever get an idea of how the bloody hell it plays, then I might be excited for it. Oh, there is one thing I am excited for. Mm-hmm. That again, we don't know much about, but we know enough for me to be excited. Zelda 2015 Wii U Zelda. Oh, hell I know yes. about that. All I know I... is, you're on a horse and you pick apples. Game of the Year. And your contender. horse doesn't run into trees. Game of That's the Year. That's true. Never run into trees. Game of the Year 2015 confirmed. Yeah. To be red. fair, running into trees was one of my favourite things in A Link to the Past. I, I hope I hope Link can still do it. Speaking speaking of speaking of that, guys, I finally tried Link Between Worlds over Christmas. Oh my goodness, it's Ooh, wonderful! What did you think? It's wonderful. It's so good. It's a nice little game. Yeah. 
It's, it's gorgeous. Screenshots um, do not do it justice. No. I saw the screenshots and thought yeah. that it looked shit. Yeah. And but, it looks beautiful. But it looks like a link to the past. How could that not be good? <laughs> on, on, in motion, it is one of the most gorgeous three. It's amazing just how bad the screenshots look compared to it being one of the best looking 3DS games. Mm. It's amazing what animation can do to a, an image sometimes. And, and the 3D. The 3D on it looks great as well. The 3D helps, yeah. Mm. I mean, I've never played another 3DS game. I bought it. I bought the console literally for that game because A Link to the Past was pretty much my favorite game growing up. So, wanted to try it, and wow, it's good. Uh, what have we got going on in January? In January, we have got a load of shit I've never heard of. Resident Evil Remastered is coming out. A remaster it's of a remaster the remake of, of the a remaster of the remake of the remaster. So, is this going to be a direct port from the the PlayStation One? Or <laughs> it's um. What it is, it's the, the a redone version of the version that was redone for the GameCube, if I remember correctly. Wow. Oh, I've yeah, got the burp. so it's Capcom, Capcom. <laughs> oh, know, Jesus, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> we could have edited that out, but I liked your horror oh. <laughs> at what you'd done. <laughs> I'm going to amplify that now. Make it sound so much louder. <laughs> make it too loud. <laughs> So that they're all listening to the podcast having a lovely time. And actually turn the volume down, like, gradually on the rest of the volume. And then just whack it right up for that. That'll be our nice New Year surprise. Um, oh, God. So what else is coming out in January? Dying Light has my attention. Yeah, that looks interesting. It's that uh, Techland game by the Dead Island people, except... Good, except good. Yeah, I played a little bit of it at PAX a few years back, and it was interesting, very, you know, it's still got that rough, ready sort of, you know, diamond in the rough, but mm. with a little less diamond quality that Techland's known for. Mm. Uh, but the whole idea of it getting dark, and then the zombies ramping up and getting more aggressive and stuff was genuinely... Uh, had, but very exciting. Had that sort of quality to it of, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, as you're trying to run back to your base while all these zombies are chasing behind you. And it's got uh, it's the... It's a nice uh, little dynamic. It's got that uh, increased mobility that's becoming much more popular in games these days, which I like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, done right. I have got no problem with, um, you know, games being faster and more fluid and giving mm. you this sort of uh, greater ability to navigate your environment. Agreed. As long as there's no face sitting in it, we're fine. Oh, I would never, never stand for such an I just got an image in my head of face sitting a zombie would be probably one of the most awful experiences ever. You just kind of, I know I'd certainly just squash it. I just, it'd be like sitting on a meringue. <laughs> oh, it's very sad to think that the UK cannot create sitting on a zombie's face porn anymore. That is an avenue of pornography that the UK cannot adventure exactly. down. And to make up for it as an expert, I'm going to have to produce twice as many uh, <sighs> of those videos. So I'll get right on that. That's my project. That's my resolution for the new year is to produce more zombie-themed face-sitting pornography. Um, Grim Fandango, that's the other one in January that I'm looking forward to, the re-release of Grim Fandango. Because I never played the original, it was one of those ones I always wanted to and never got around to. It's aged fairly well in its writing, so I'm hoping that a nice shiny coat of paint on it will be enough for people to be like, oh, that's a good game, why aren't we talking about it more? I've generally found Double double Finds games, for me, I've always found them to be wonderfully done with the story and the aesthetic but the mechanics tend to frustrate me in them a little bit like i found uh, psychonauts was them wasn't it yes yeah yes. i found i i loved everything about that game except the gameplay <laughs> the, the platforming i found very kind of clumsy or something it's got a yeah got a kind of loose feel to it if i remember correctly it's been many years yeah. since i last played it it is not the tightest of experiences. No. Unlike the goldfish. Unlike the goldfish, Unlike the goldfish. yeah. Ha yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. In February, I mean, I'm going to go through, all, I guess, all the big ones and then see what we think of them. That seems like a nice, neat way of doing this. Mm. So in February, we have got, well, let's skip Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse. None of us are going to talk about that. No. Um, Evolve on February 10th. Oh, Evolve. Mm, yeah. Evolve, Evolve is the one that, like, could be really good, 
but I'm still worried it's going to fall apart really soon. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I've played I've played a decent amount of it at a couple of different events, and like the big problem I have is that like um, there seems to be like very specific um, ways to as the human team to be unstoppable against like the the big monster um like to give an example like there was a there was a game of evolve i was playing where i was this sort of big big sort of um i think it was the first monster they showed off i don't remember what it was called and i got it up to its third form and was given this this task of okay you've either got to destroy this generator in this warehouse or kill all of the human team and all the humans ran into where the generator was to defend it and they ran up some small stairs that I was now too large to run up. And they were on a platform too high for me to jump up. And oh, they just all it. kind of stood around and shot me for a while. And I couldn't do much about it because I'd leveled up too much and was too large to get them. And it's things like this I kind of worry about. Like, I think there will be optimal strategies for destroying the monster. That, like, if those come up too soon, that game might not have a very long life to it. Yeah, it makes me think of the tank in Left 4 Dead. Like, very scary at first, and then you realise, no, it's just a massive target. And if you can get enough distance, you're fine. Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of of what they've taken to calling asymmetrical multiplayer in general. Stuff like Left 4 Dead and all that. Like like Um, what Call of Duty does by accident every year. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, that kind of thing. Um, Singularity is a little-known game that had an even lesser-known um, style uh, uh, multiplayer like that, where one side's regular first-person people with guns, and the other side are all these different mutants in the third person, and it was awesome, but no one played it. Dead Space um, 2 did the same thing. Dead Space 2 did the same thing, yeah. and it was like, that was okay. That's the thing, Evolve does that really well, and it's really fun when it works, but once the people you're fighting against have worked out, oh, the big scary monster, this is how you effectively take it down. Like, I don't know how... Uh, once the, the strategy for each particular boss monster is worked out, how long the legs on that game are going to yeah. be. Yeah. Like, I fear it might be in the Titanfall position where it comes out, people are raving about how fantastic it is, and then two months later, no one's playing it anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, wish it all the best. It's a great idea. Oh, um, yeah, I, I would love to see it take off, and I really hope I'm wrong about it. Yeah, but definitely one to sort of be wary of. Uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse is out on February. I'm looking forward to it, if no one else is. So am I. Like, this is um, Kirby and the Canvas Curse, or whatever it was on the, on the original DS. I bought that while on holiday once, and... I love that game. It's one mm. of those games that I, I mention it to people. No one ever knows what it is. I'm like, no, it was fantastic. You draw a line. It's a rainbow line. Kirby rolls around the screen. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, no doubt in my mind that that will just be a lovely game. Which be lovely. Exactly. It doesn't. It won't necessarily be challenging, but you know, sometimes it's nice to have something mindless to just be like, oh, that's nice. We've got uh, the Order 1886. Mm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that should have been. Uh, it should be called the the order. Uh, that seems to be everyone's reaction. I think the order refers to the button combinations. Like that's what it is. It's the order eight one thousand eight hundred eighty six buttons you've got to press in order to progress <laughs> the fucking story. Uh, very QTE heavy. Very third person shooter in between the QTEs. They kind of positioned it as something revolutionary and interesting, and then when we saw it, it was all. This is just kind of every game in one. It's unfortunate. It's not my... There, there is a game coming up in 2015 which is my favourite of the uh, the set in Victorian London games, but this is not going to be it. Yes, we will be talking about that one very very momentarily. Well, it's definitely... Um, we, all, we all know it's going to be Assassin's Creed is going to be her favourite one. Yeah, Assassin's Creed <laughs> Unity. Uh, Assassin's Creed Victory, is that it? I That's believe so, yes, favorite. Victory. <laughs> Um, Victorian. In February, we also have episode one and episode two of Resident Evil Revelations 2. Now, that's interesting. Um, first of all, they seem to be splitting it into episodes just for the fuck of it. Um, I'm not sure if Capcom has the the chops to justify episodic gaming like some studios do, but we'll see. Um, you know, I liked Revelations on the 3DS a lot. Uh, wasn't too fond of it when it came to the Wii U just because it worked so much better as a 3DS game. But mm. hopefully it'll be good. I mean, I need something to take the 
taste a Resident Evil 6 oh, out of my mouth. I don't know exactly when it is, but there's a game in the first couple of months of the year that I want to bring up quickly. That mm. it's like it's probably not going to be on many people's radar, but it's the thing I'm excited about for the early part of the year. It's another episodic game. It's called Life is Strange. Do either of you know about Life is Strange? No. I'm sure I've heard the name, but I don't think I know much beyond that. Okay, it's from the Square Enix Collective, I think they call it. They're sort of um, indie games published through Square Enix thing they do. Mm -hmm. And it is... uh, What's the best way to describe it? It's Gone Home, crossed with a bit of, like, Telltale Adventure game, where you have time-travelling magical powers. Uh And it's all set inside, like, a... Uh, Dave, uh, oh, um, what's the guy that made Beyond Two Souls? David Cage, was it? David Cage. David yeah. Cage. It feels, like it's all, it feels like it's all wrapped up in like a David Cage-esque wrapping. And what's it called? Uh, Life is Strange. And it's oh. basically just, you are, a, you are a teenage girl who left her hometown about 10 years ago and has come back and is having to deal with all these sort of problems of like oh i'm a teenage girl trying to settle back into a place that i used to live but everyone's kind of forgotten about me and all sorts of like that kind of melodrama and then one of her friends gets shot and she realizes she can control time and it's like a sort of teenage slightly lesbian vibed love affair friendship with time travel and what is it with video games so accurately (laughs) representing my college years (laughs) (laughs) this is scary now it's it's weird. Like the the reason I'm interested in this game, and like I don't know if it's going to work out in practice, but like narratively, they have a bit of a reason for there being for this person having this time travel ability. But the thing I'm kind of interested in it is that it's one of these sort of uh, point and click adventure, choose your own adventure, do the dialogue trees type things. Yeah. But at any given point in the narrative, you can rewind time by a certain amount. And you can only go as far back as like the beginning of whatever scene you're in, but you can re-choose your dialogue options because of that and watch the scene, the scene play out in different ways. So rather than having to do multiple runs through of the game, you can in one run see all of the content, pick a short term decision of what you think is the best course of action, move on to the next scene where you're then too far to go back to it. And it's like, oh no, now the long-term consequences are happening and I can't change them. Ah, because it hurts her to go too far back. Interesting. So it's an Mm. interesting mechanic around like making sure you can commit to your short-term choices before you see the long-term consequences of them, which is interesting. Yeah, I'll I'll probably give that a go. Yeah, I don't know exactly when that's coming out. It's early 2015, so that's a thing I'm excited for. Awesome. Uh, That brings us through to March. Um... Bladestorm Nightmare kicks off March. I don't expect many people to know or care about it, but it's a strategy game um, in which you control everything in real time, but you control entire units as if they were a character. It's done by Koei, so it's got a kind of Dynasty warriors thing to it. But you're like like whole units of 10 or 20 soldiers that you're just steering around the battlefield and smack them into other units. It's fun. It's cool. Um, so it's that's... got the most video gamey title ever. What was it? Bladestorm? Bladestorm Nightmare. Uh, it's a a sort of remake with extra content of the original bladestorm which is many years old it's actually one of the very first game reviews i ever wrote for destructoid back in the day uh so looking forward to that um you you hear that title and it sounds like it was focus group for what what title is going to appeal (laughs) to 17 year old boys what is the most nightmare it reminds me of what's it ninja theory is it ninja theory the um yeah their new one hellblade there's a lot of games like that. That seems to be the new thing. I think we've talked about this. Um, that seems to be the new thing of just mashing these real video gamey words together. Very much like another big March game, Bloodborne, uh, which <gasps> everyone's excited for, myself I'm included. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really got into into Dark Souls 2 this year and then went back and played Dark Souls 1 and Demon's Souls. And I'm not usually a big sort of like gameplay driven video game person, but... Mm-hmm. Those games really caught my attention, and mm. I really, really, really want to play Bloodborne now. Mm. It looks. We talked about it briefly last week. I mean, it looks aesthetically gorgeous from a design standpoint, and yeah, I'm I'm into it very much into it. Actually, Laura, it's funny you mentioned that about the gameplay because Dark Souls always, whenever people talk about it, all they talk about is oh, it's the difficulty. That's what sells it. For me, that was not at all what it, 
sold it to me was the world and the atmosphere and the lore and mm-hmm. it's, so uh, it's for me it wasn't it wasn't the difficulty it was like it was a game that rewarded patience in combat absolutely yeah was like challenging because it was like don't rush in don't jump into this take your time be patient with your fights and then you take down this huge amazing thing and it's like oh I just slayed this huge thing. I guess I should probably find out what it actually was. Yeah, when you look it's at fantastic. The yeah. yeah, it was and, less difficult yeah. and more the fact yeah. it just it's it did not suffer fools gladly. Yeah. If you yes. fuck up, it you know it. You know you <laughs> fucked up. Um, you will pay a price if you fuck up. I mean, there were some pretty trolly, fucking cheap parts, though. To be fair. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I remember playing the original Demon Souls and um, going up against the Fire Demon dude, and he got stuck on some scenery. Oh, nice. Um, and I, I did not feel bad about it because mm. I was like, "Fuck you, you cheap son oh, of a bitch! If you happened... get stuck, I'm gonna fuck you with it." There's the same that... way you fuck me ten times. <laughs> that happened to me in Dark Souls Two on the final boss of the final DLC. <laughs> the boss got stuck in a wall nice. on my third attempt at fighting and I was like fuck it I'm killing it now and I exactly. just sort of swung my sword at it and was like I'm taking you down I, I still like, haven't beat the wall. ancient dragon fuck that guy oh. that's like the worst boss fight in Souls history oh, he just one shots you though. it's the best fight I hate I just can't be bothered it's like <laughs> 10 minutes of running back and forth dodging and it's like Ugh so boring <laughs> he, tele- he telegraphs he telegraphs his one hit kill enough that you should be able to avoid it are you know, we thinking of, like, you're, you're, okay, we're if, thinking of the same dragon right the one the big huge one at the end of like, the the, the yeah. area yeah no fuck that guy <laughs> mirror night now that was a cool he fight starts winding up it's like okay he's doing the thing I'll get out the way and that brings us to battlefield hardline Hopefully, hopefully, America will be a slightly different place in three months' time when that comes out. Otherwise, that's going to be a bit of a PR nightmare to bring that game out. Even yeah, even without that, even without that, is it's just Battlefield Four, and it's just I don't know. I just seem I feel like the talents of the people working on that game could be used on much more interesting new IPs because there's some seriously talented guys working on that team. And it's a shame to see them doing iterative things now instead of something fresh like this. It's the same guys who made Dead Space, isn't it? Yeah, I, I try not to be reminded of that. I try, I try not to remind myself of Battlefield Hardline. Mm. I really hope those guys, if Hardline does well, I hope that they get to do what they want and do a new IP because those guys are seriously skilled and talented. Yeah, I tell you what, if if I ever heard that Visceral had somehow broken away from EA, or at least the core team, to do their own thing, I don't think I could be happier for a studio, in all honesty. Um, but yeah, that's Hardline. So, April Mortal Kombat X is out. I hope it follows uh, the same trend as Jason X, and they all go to space and become cyborgs. I'm not going to lie, I'd kind of love that. <laughs> Mortal Kombat is great for... Um... For parties, especially with people of our age, because everyone played it in school, and now they say the new ones and how much more gory it is, and everyone's shocked. It's brilliant. You get a load of drunk, yeah. drunk people who haven't played video games in fifteen years, and show them the new Mortal Kombat and make them play against each other. Let's <laughs> just force them. I don't want to do it. Break his <laughs> rip out his spine. Rip out his spine. Finish him. Um, in May. Uh, is The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just came in my pants there. You just goldfished. Yeah, I just goldfished everywhere. That game that game is going to just fucking be amazing. It's going to be so good. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, yeah, I, mean, I don't think there's much more I can say about it. It's, it yeah. looks gorgeous. CD Projekt Red have their head screwed on when it comes to this stuff. Here's, here's open for something awesome. I'm excited for The Witcher 3 until they've given me a reason not to be. Yeah, yeah. Which every, has yet to happen. Every bit of news yeah. I've heard about it so far has just made me more confident that it's, mm. it's going to be something special. You're gonna, you, we're so. all going to have to upgrade our uh, PCs for that one, I think. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, mine kind of weeps every time I just mention it. I can yeah. just hear it in the corner going... <laughs> Um, June is Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah, definitely excited um, about that one. Um, I'm upset. Really? 
I say upset. I mean, I'm happy that Scarecrow's back, but I loved the Arkham Asylum Scarecrow, and I don't know why they've made him this... It's almost like, well, he's a main villain now, so we've got to make him all serious. Why, what if they... Why, is he different? Yeah, they made him... They tried to make him darker, but they've just kind of made him a bit blander. Um, The stuff they've shown of him in trailers and things so far is like, he went from this sort of... He had this kind of eerie, um, all, like, effete voice in Arkham Asylum, um, which I loved. Just this very sort of... Almost sounded like the woman from Polter... The little woman from Poltergeist. Yeah. Um, which I just thought was awesome. And now he's got this very deep voice. This sort of, oh. oh, you're a Batman, and I'm going to do a scary at you. Hmm. Uh, and he's got this weird skeleton face and everything, and it's... I don't know, it just... I'm not excited I, for him. I'm not excited for it because I... After three of those Batman games, I'm starting to feel like... Two, Laura, there were two. There were only them. two, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, my point is that like, I'm like... I feel like I've seen what this series has to offer. And also, one other thought, which is... Spoilers for Batman Arkham Orange... Uh, what, which, what's this new one called? Batman... Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Spoilers for Batman Arkham Knight here. The final boss is going to be the Joker. Just, just calling it now. The final yeah, boss is going to be the Joker. I, uh, I'm, probably who the Arkham Knight I again, no, yeah, I, he's probably I, the Arkham, I, Knight. Uh, the Arkham Knight isn't the Joker, and I think I know who it is because the hints are there in Arkham City if you look closely well, enough. They've, they've said it's not the Joker. Yeah. But that has never stopped if it from being the Joker. If, no, if you played Arkham City really um and did a lot of the side missions and things there's a really really like there's an entire mission dedicated to a character who i am almost certain is the arkham knight and i don't want to spoil too much you see by saying too much but one of the side missions in arkham city it's it makes it pretty obvious who the arkham knight is that's fine yeah. i don't care about and it's not it's not the joker, the joker. <laughs> <laughs> they, it will still somehow be the Joker. It's Gavin. the Joker's I'm telling brother. you now, it will be the Joker. It's the Joker's brother. The no bunker. matter what, no matter what hints they've put, been saying that it won't be the Joker, and who it might, you know, it would make more sense for it to be. It's going to be the fucking Joker. <laughs> um, I, I, I can I, Laura. I have to say, I would disagree <laughs> with you about seeing everything the series has to see because as. As iterative as uh, Origins was, it was made by a different company. And if you look at the leap between Asylum and City, they really went out of their way to to, to change up the formula. And I think they'll do the same thing with uh, with the new one. Possibly, but I I personally feel like I have had enough. All of the gruff, like I'm not going to kill people. I'm just going to leave them face down in a in a fountain and. A- <laughs> I've had all of that that I can really take from video games. Uh, fair enough. Like I'm going to break someone neck, someone's neck, and drop them in a body of water, but I'm not going to kill them. I'm going to drive around in a tank with a machine gun, like explosive thing on the top, but I'm not going to kill anyone. Like they're, they're all unmanned tanks. I'm shooting with my tank mobile. Like I, I, at the very it. least, all of the people he left tied up in a policeless Gotham City have starved to death. <laughs> Slowly exactly. and agonizingly. Like I'm, I'm like okay. I, I see. I get what you're doing with Batman. You can you can go keep doing it. I'm not gonna cre- I'm not gonna discourage you from making more Batman games. But I've had enough of them for now. Uh, that's it for gaming. I mean, I've been looking on Game Informer's um, release schedule. They're all the ones that have sort of release months and dates. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Um, ooh, ooh, as- ooh. I've got a question that we could uh, answer. What game do you really want to see announced this year? Uh, The same game I want to see announced every year, Medieval 3. I want to see a new Metroid Prime game announced. Interesting. I think that's... I think that's long overdue. I think that it's sort of... It's been a long time since we've seen... Well, it's been several years since we've seen anything from that, and... I want to see what retro and their their ability to make things look very nice on limited hardware. And I want to see what they're going to do. Are you sure I you want to... don't want to see the follow-up to the critically acclaimed Other M? 
Metroid, another oh. other M. Okay, okay. If they announce other M2, like, I will offer to pay them not to make it. <laughs> like, I will start a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo or whatever the fuck I've got to start, and I will get the money and we will pay them to not make other M2. I think we could all, we'd all pitch in for that, I think. I do not want another game of, well, I'm dying in lava and I could use the suit that would save me from dying in lava, but my commanding officer says no. <laughs> like, I don't, oh, that fucking game. I get so annoyed at that fucking other M. There is a, an RPG coming out next year that uh, uh, I'm looking forward to a lot. It's coming out on PS4 and PC and they did a Kickstarter for it. And it looks gorgeous. It's very, like, got all this wonderful hand-drawn artwork, and it's called Darkest Dungeon. Uh, and it's that um, it's a game in which you go into a dungeon and get further and further into it, and it gets darker and more monstrous. And the more fights you have and the more fucked up the monsters you fight, the more of a psychological toll it has on your party members. And you actually have to look after their mental health as well as their physical health, uh, as they just get more and more traumatised by the horrible things they're seeing. Some of them might turn to drink, some of them might become paranoid or too afraid to fight. Uh, and it looks awesome. Sounds, it reminds that, that me sounds of... like my Sims. <laughs> well, it reminds me of the D&D games that... Uh... Uh, we run here because our DM just delights in putting our characters through awful traumatic experiences mm. to the point, and I get very into it as a role player. So I ended up role playing my last character, who, when offered the chance to be resurrected after dying, didn't take it, uh, and I retired the character because I figured he just would not have come back. Um, and this seems to be the video game equivalent of that. So I'm very much looking forward to Darkest Dungeon because it just looks like it's going to be messed up cool. in a good way. Uh, what else have we got? This I morning? want I, mean, I I want Fallout Four. That's all I want this year. <laughs> if Fallout Four gets announced, there'll be fucking rainbows will fly out of my ass. Global warming will end. Like <laughs> you know, it's it's just going to be every other game next year could be complete ass. And if I get Fallout Four, it'll still be the best year ever for me. Ah. <laughs> uh. What do I want next year? Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think what I... Actually, I know what I want next year. I want Nintendo to announce another new first-party IP. Oh, speaking of Nintendo, we got a good question. Um, if, Ooh, what if, question did if, we get? Uh, wait, no, let me see. Now. This is from Alison. She says, if the... Okay, so if the Wii U got an attachment that would let you play the 3DS games through it, do you think people would buy more Wii U's? I think so. I um, don't know if it would increase well, sales, but I know I'd use it. Yeah, definitely. Well, here's the thing. I kind of like they. They. I know in Japan. I don't know. I don't think they've done this in the West yet. But you can play original DS games on your Wii U using like your TV as one screen and the the gamepad as the other screen. I am amazed that this hasn't become like 3DS or at least DS on the Wii U, like. Mm all over, like, anyway. Like, that is a thing that I thought would be coming... Like, beginning of the generation, I wrote an article about, like, hey, this thing is going to allow you to have two screens in your home console set up. 3DS games on the the handheld, yeah. on the screen and the TV, maybe? I would, it still hasn't happened, but I think it should. I would be all about some of the, the more classic DS games mm. getting that treatment. That would actually be wonderful mm. uh yeah i'd like to see that please <laughs> not much of a discussion there it's like no, yes please yes, yes we, we, we would want like that it. thing sounds good sign me up um what else all up. <laughs> dead island 2 that's coming out zelda's coming out zelda's i should just remind out. zelda zelda yeah, it let's looks not forget really nice. i want the uh, fucking zelda Zelda, where are you, Zelda? Watch now so Dead Island. Be, uh... Dead Island 2 will come out and it'll be this really emotional because <laughs> the trailer this time was like... <laughs> the trailer this time was really, really silly. So this time we're going to yeah. get this really emotional, dark, heartbreaking story. That's my great, my great frustration with Dead Island is it really can't pick one. Mm. Like, it would be excellent as either this very serious, scary game because, you know... Even as rough as it is, it had its moments. Like the zombies that scream and run at you yeah. are genuinely intimidating. Well, I had nightmares um, about those fuckers because they're so right up yeah. in your face, and it's very visceral combat. Like, 
but then yeah, but then your your main character starts going, "Yeah, I'm a bustsome zombie asses," and you're like, <laughs> "Oh god." So the game's got the chops to do it, but it also has the chops to be really silly. And you know, we've seen that tra- that last trailer came out. They've clearly got a, a fun sense of humor and everything, uh, but it never quite. It tries to take itself too seriously and also be silly, and it just conflicts. Doesn't quite work out. Mm. Have either of you had a chance to play any of it yet? You don't Not that I'm saying, no. No. I played a 20-minute match of it in September, and it was a hideously buggy oh, mess. So when you say match, like, it, so it was a multiplayer they, session, was it? or? It was it was oh. a multiplayer session. It was highest point oh, scoring. Like, waves of zombies okay. will keep coming. Go do these objectives and, like, fight against zombies and try and get yeah. the most points. And I played about 20 minutes of it, and it was hideously buggy and broken, and zombies kept getting stuck in walls. And So they're carrying I was, on I was amazed that they legacy then. <laughs> yes. Well, this was, they took it to Eurogamer, which is like the big UK games convention. I was like, how do you take a game in this buggy estate to, a, to an event? I don't know. You should see some how? of the shit it's... they sell on Steam oh. Early Access. Uh, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> That's Speaking a whole other... Buggy, t- yeah. <laughs> uh, the Devil's Third is supposed to finally come out next year, and the trailer I saw of it at E3 or wherever looked fucking awful. Never heard of this. Video games. The Devil's Third, this is that um, um, Itagaki's game. It was originally publi- to be published. Uh, that, that, what's his new studio? Valkyrie, I think they call themselves. And THQ were publishing it, and then obviously they're not now. And it was going to be out for PC, uh, PS3 and Xbox 360 originally, and then just got delayed and delayed. Like This game has been in development for years, and apparently is finally coming out on the Wii U now. Wow, this game oh, looks hideously ugly. Game. My goodness. So it may be one of those so bad it's a good games. I'm crossing my fingers that that's what it is, but something <laughs> tells me it might not get to the it's good bit. Uh, you know what is coming out next year and is guaranteed to be good, and this is no conflict of interests for anyone on the show to say this is going to be good. Volumes coming out next year, and it's not going to be a conflict of interests in any way for me to say that it's going to be amazing. Ah, I've heard of that game. Yeah, thought you were in it yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not in it. Um, the fact that Jim's in it aside, I'm actually genuinely quite yeah, excited for, excited for cool. volume and like. The short version of why I'm excited for volume is I've played it a few times now, and I generally don't like stealth games. There are some things about the way that game is being put together that make it more accessible than I usually find stealth, and I'm actually quite enjoying it. And Mike, Mike, Mike B is... Which is rare is, for me. I don't generally enjoy stealth just a very games. talented guy as well, Mike B, so I think he'll do a good job. Yeah, I mean, he did good work with Thomas Was Alone and stuff. And, and obviously, I again, disclosure, I have a, a, a relatively small uh, voice acting role in it. Uh, so obviously, I won't be reviewing it or anything. Um, but get it. If, it. if it is good, you know, everyone get it, because then he'll do a sequel and I'll have uh, an actual probably bigger role in it maybe uh, so that'll that's just more work for me oh and and so, and high fives all yeah, right because wasteland 2 was back on number one on steam this week Woo-hoo. nice oh you know what will probably come out next year i think it's mm-hmm. sl- scheduled for next year hatred that game we're all gonna love yeah that looks so oh, good yes, and hatred. interesting I just cannot wait to see how the wider world outside of the games industry is going to take the release of that game. I give it five stars out of five. I particularly five. like the bit where you get to kill the civilians. I like the bit with the guns. I don't know who this person is. <laughs> it's like an old-timey news reporter. Yeah. It's like, oh, you see, you see what's going on, see? I'm Spencer Ponsonby, and I say that this game is top wizard chips. Well done to those fine gentlemen, those boys in blue, as we march off to war to deal with with old Mr. Hitler. We're going to send the Hun packing back to Germany and be back home in time for tea and crumpets. Uh, that's, that's my review of hatred. Uh, keep fighting the war and buy war bonds, please, and uh, support our troops, our boys. Uh, they're coming back home. 
Um, I have one other thing I I think might be worth talking about before we wrap up that'll, you know, push us so that once the edit's done, we'll actually be over an hour. Yeah. Um, We've talked about our favourite video games of this year on this podcast, but what we haven't done on this video games podcast, and what we probably shouldn't do, but fuck it, we're going to do it anyway because I said so, is what are your favourite not video game things this year? year 2014 oh oh i thought we were looking okay i just have to say i can't wait for the new nightwish album there i said it Woo! got that off my chest (laughs) okay 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 now and now how about you answer the question and talk about the stuff in 2014 which is the question wasn't much great music this year was there i quite like gerard way's solo album it was a very weird brit pop meets rock something album that I wasn't quite sure what to make of but I've quite liked over the last month or two Devin Townsend's new album was fantastic Um, I found a new band called The Pierces who are these two girls from the States I think they're from who are really good Uh, who else I liked Taylor Swift's album actually thought that was pretty good it was pretty good (laughs) Um, I quite liked a band I found this year called um, The Mechanisms who do sort of singy song songs in character, sort of almost acted storytelling songs. And they have this wonderful album called Once Upon a Time in Space, which takes a lot of like fairy tale tropes and turns it into an epic murderous battle across space with space lesbian pirates. And I quite like nice. it. Nice. <laughs> so Once Upon a Time in Space by The Mechanisms, go listen to that. It's okay, really well, it sounds like something I would like. Um... Interstellar, Interstellar, and Guardians of the Galaxy—they were great, great things this year. Oh, I, yeah, Jim, did you enjoy anything this year that wasn't wanking. a video game? Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. Best wanking twenty fourteen. Oh, what, what, what video good. should we look up that gave you your best wank of two thousand fourteen? I don't know. There, there are many. Uh, hmm. This is one of the hardest <laughs> choices I've ever had to make. <laughs> um. I recommend anything by the the uh, by the talented Melina Morgan. Um, just check any of those out. Any of her work that she's done with Ellie Alexandra. So if you want any top wanks, go check that out. Um, but I agree with Interstellar and Guardians of the Galaxy, two very fine films. Um, I guess one of the biggest things that happened uh, for me hobby-wise would have been uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Uh, really have been impressed with that. As someone who likes to play bards, uh, the improvements they made to the bard class over because I never played fourth, but but the improvements they made over the three point five mm. bards, which was useless, have been magnificent. Um, so yeah, big fan of of what they've been doing with D and D lately. So that that was one of the bigger things that I enjoyed uh, cool. this year. And then more wanking on top. Of that. <laughs> 24 year 24 year 2014 was a good year for the solo for the solo exploration yes and and 2014 gave us uptown funk which is just such a fantastic song do you know it you talk about all this musical stuff like i'm so i i never follow well it's like literally the biggest hit out at the moment it was like christmas number one (laughs) it's like that new one with like bruno mars and I can't remember the other guy's name. It's like, up to funk, going to give it to you. And it's all like 80s, like, it sounds like someone played it on a ghetto blaster on an 80s street corner, you know. <laughs> it's got all those, like, Rick James kind of horns going, and it's just... I I never understand I never understand any of the music stuff Gavin talks about. I'm like, I heard Taylor Swift. I know the Spice Girls existed in the 90s. It's sometimes, it's it's funny, you know, when I talk about music stuff to game gaming people, it makes me realise how esoteric it must feel to everyone else yeah. when I talk I about music. I'm just sitting here thinking, uh, I know Don't Steal My Sunshine, that's a song. <laughs> well, like, I... <laughs> See, I don't even get the If you right. steal my sunshine. Like, I quite like writing about music, <laughs> I just don't know any music. Like, I know like three bands and I'll write about them. <laughs> I know so little about music. I used to call Mambo Number no. Five uh, a little bit of Monica. <laughs> no, no wonder he thinks. No wonder he likes my stuff. So he's never heard any other music. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely. I know, like old. This is a discussion shit. I had recently with someone that I gen. I I think music's gone real shit in the last like decade. 
And I think that has benefited me greatly because I have these kids who will hear my stuff and go, I've never heard anything like this. This is amazing. I'm like, really? I just ripped off Fate No More again. You know, New Year's confessions. (laughs) Yeah. So here's to 2015, a year of more wanking and ripping off Faith No More. What's our resolutions? What's our resolutions? Okay. I, I have two things that I have planned so far to do in 2015. Mm-hmm. One of them is that I'm getting a tattoo on Saturday, so ooh, I'm getting a tattoo. Nice. The other one is I'm going to make a video game about wanking. I don't know if it's been done, but I have an idea, and I'm going to make a wanking video game. So look I'll out for that, that in 2015. If if there's a goldfish, if there's a goldfish scene in it, I'll do your soundtrack. <laughs> I will put a goldfish scene in just for you, Gavin. <laughs> I'll offer my services as a consultant. You know how like, like Call of Duty and Battlefield get military experts. I are think you, any game about masturbation, expert? they definitely, yeah. And Jim Jim can do the voice acting <laughs> of the fish getting well, no, fisted. I'd rather Jim, like, I had a, a role in mind for Jim. I would like Jim to be the voice of the penis. I'm in. I Gavin, am Gavin in. will you voice the vagina? Nice. Um, if you want a vagina with a nice, deep, dulcet tone voice, yes. <laughs> yes, I, I do. <laughs> I Give it your Ryan Bull voice. I wonder if vaginas could speak, would they speak in Iron Bull's voice? I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> That's all it says. <laughs> over and over. And over. I'm Iron Bull. I can't quite decide if I've got a British accent or an American one, but I'm so sexy that it doesn't really matter. Does it, boss? Nice. Oh. And I'll be the penis, and I will do it also in Iron Bull voice. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't do the voice. So, Laura, you need to include a scene of someone struggling to do a shit so that Jim can do that voice. <laughs> oh, this is, this is perfect. This is perfect. I will, I will make this happen. I think, well, my my I think New Year's resolution mm-hmm. is to only pay attention to positive things on the internet. That's my New Year's resolution. Nice. And to Wait, focus on nice things. on the internet? Oh, they do. Uh, they do indeed. There are lots of nice people on the internet. Meet them every day. <laughs> Mine will be have have, have, a, have a nice hamburger. You know? It's it's good to set realistic goals. <laughs> I reckon I'll knock that one out of the fucking park, mate. My, uh, my, I, my, my aim for the year is to continue writing and to not starve to death or become homeless by doing so. So good luck on that one. Uh, for, for any professional writer, that's a tough resolution to make. Yeah, this time but, next year I would like to still have a place to live. That'd be nice. Yay, writing. I don't, I don't begrudge you a place to live. Um, so that's good, and I think that's a nice positive way to end the show. That's a nice yep. way to wrap things up. Um, speaking of making sure you don't get turfed out onto the street, ah, oh, if someone would like to support that. you, how can yeah. they do that? If people would like to support me, they can go to patreon.com forward slash Laura K Buzz, where they can pay me to talk about things and to write about stuff um i am recording a butts podcast with max scoville soon so that'll be fun so i've got all sorts of fun things planned you can you can pay to see me do videos about fucking a fish and i'm also on (laughs) i'm also on twitter so laura k buzz on twitter as well and on patreon go give me money and read my stuff that's nice and kevin um what about you what where the hell can people find your stuff on the internet, for God's sake? You can find it on YouTube, as always, but you can, even better for me, find it on Bandcamp or <laughs> iTunes and buy it. And especially buy it because my fucking tax is going up again this year. Yay! Right. So I, I need to... the fisting and the face-sitting and wrap I up need, the taxes. I need to sell more albums this year to continue to live in my tiny apartment uh, uh, as opposed to what a lot of people seem to think about me due to my large YouTube views, so I live in some fucking gold-plated <laughs> a mansion with a fucking sauna, which isn't the truth, so please buy my albums. <laughs> I, pay, I pay half the rent on a single room somewhere in England outside of London. I pay for half wow. a room. Wow. <laughs> my, my life is a single room. That's it. They think, they think it's the glamorous fun times, but, you know, people... <laughs> pay for things people do vastly vastly overestimate the money earned actually by people who work on the internet (laughs) yeah well even with me where you can you know where where it's publicly viewable like that's 
that's not how much I take home. Yeah, <laughs> like I've heard. I've in declined credit cards. Um, I've heard. I've heard that about Patreon actually. That what yeah. shows on your profile is not actually what you earn. You earn a lot less no. than that sometimes. Well. If you're very, 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 very lucky and you're in the top percentage of people with no declined cards, maybe yeah. 10% less than what's shown. Yeah. If you have any declined cards, it's less than that. Yeah, and then you factor in taxes and I get... Oh, God, taxes. I get nailed so bad with taxes here. So, mm. you know, it's... You know, not that I'm complaining. I, it's I, still I'm good. It's just... And, it's yeah. not as uh, the numbers it appears to be. <laughs> You know, for me, 2014 was a fairly shit year, even when you, you know, ignore all of the the general malaise that's been around the industry lately. Um, personally, just a tough year. Um, but the the success of the Patreon and everything is, was a wonderful way to end it, and I am incredibly uh, thankful for that. Um, and, yeah. you know, that's at Jimquisition, patreon.com slash Jimquisition. If you want to kick a few bones my way, that'd be a nice birthday present. Uh, I've got an Amazon wish list full of aliens toys as well, so you can get me something on <laughs> fucking that. You know, it wouldn't hurt, would it? Um, but otherwise, just keep enjoying our work and listening to our stuff and, and listening to this r- rubbish podcast. Uh, and and that, that's good enough. Um, keep listening and- to what is either people's favourite or least favourite podcast on the internet. It seems exactly. to vary wildly. <laughs> Um, which, you know, better that than, than people just saying, eh, it's all right. Better that than people the order 1886-ing it, basically. Um, so thank you, one and all, and we will see you in the coming year, unless we all die of rabies. So, and, thank and you. fish fish aids. And, 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 and the clap. F- yeah, the fish clap. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that, and see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.